0: What's up, nerds? We are Jay and Abel, and this is episode 22,
1: I think. Are we on 22?
0: 22? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Of the Stay Nerdy Podcast.
1: (laughs) Folks, this is definitely episode 22. Yes, it is. Definitely episode twenty-twenty-two, And we are two adults who love talking about the latest and greatest in TV, movies, comic books, and everything in between. So Janice. <laughs> we, we made it to, to 22. 22. Not just that, we've made it to another Marvel series.
0: Oh my god, it's over. I can't believe it's, it's over.
1: It's over, you know. So uh and, and now now we gotta wait.
0: Boo. What do we have to like what is it, seven
1: weeks? Seven But yeah, but about seven weeks. So what am I gonna do? I guess we are just go into hibernation sleep or slumber and just <laughs>
0: put me
1: I in just, a coma until it's yeah. time. Yeah, just put me in a coma for a second, but yeah, uh you know, it's been tons of fun talking all things fucking Winter Soldier, you know, yeah. I'm excited to touch base with you on your thoughts on the finale and the season as a whole, but I'm also more interested in how was your weekend? Um, how
0: was my weekend? It it went quick. I feel I like it's <laughs> like I snapped my fingers and it was over.
1: Yeah, mine's um, too.
0: It went, it went okay. Um, Saturday we did that pod with Jay, which was. Oh my fun. God.
1: That was so much. Oh my God. Guys, <laughs> if, if you guys are listening, I said go and check out our friend Jay on the digital Self box, his podcast. We were there Saturday and mm-hmm. Oh my God. I laughed so hard that my cheeks were hurting <laughs> and I got dizzy at one point from laughing so hard.
0: <laughs> breathe. You gotta breathe. I know. <laughs> yeah. You guys need to check out his podcast if you haven't already. Um, He's got a lot of really good episodes. He doesn't just talk about TV or shows. He talks about gaming stuff, which I know nothing about, but I know a lot of you <laughs> are, are are into all the gaming stuffs. Yeah,
1: he definitely has like a super nice mix. But yeah, I mean, The Weekend went by super quick. I don't even remember what I did. I don't think, let me see, I, I think I, I did a few projects around the house on Saturday and then Sunday we went out. But other than that, it was totally uneventful. Like,
0: Did you ever like get that, uh, that chip tooth fixed?
1: No, not yet. I, I, I've been, <laughs> I've just been so damn busy. And like, I say, okay, you know what? Uh, I need to find out, you know, what dentist in my area uh, covers my insurance with work. And then like, I, I just forget about it. And like, oh, you know what? I, I need to do that. So tomorrow, <laughs> I'm making a point. I'm making that happen. And I'm setting an appointment ASAP.
0: Uh more importantly, did we find out how it happened?
1: No. No.
0: <laughs> All right then. Nope.
1: It's it's a mystery um of the universe on, on what happened. But I'm alive and I'm healthy. <laughs> and and that, that's what matters.
0: That's what matters.
1: Um uh, did you see anything fun or excited? Any any movies or anything interesting? Um
0: I other than Invincible, which is yeah. continuously throwing me for a loop. Um, I, I started know. on shadow and bone and then I yeah, stopped.
1: Re- yeah. And, I've heard a lot of good stuff about that.
0: Yeah. I've heard a lot of good stuff. I made it to episode three and then I stopped and then I went and downloaded the audiobook. Yeah. So that I could get through the book first and then go back and watch it because. Okay. I felt kind of lost. <laughs> like yeah. It drew me in, but at the same time, I'm like, what is happening? I don't
1: understand. Who are these people?
0: Who are these people? What's going on? I don't get it. So I figured it was a better idea to listen to the audiobook first, get through that, and then move on to the show. Um, but there's a lot of people that really love it. The guys from Honestly Nerds have done a few episodes on their YouTube channel for that as well.
1: Yeah, it's definitely on my on my um, to watch list. Um, hopefully this weekend. Like mm-hmm. I said, it looks super super good. I said, yeah. I, I gotta check. I gotta check that out. Me I, on Friday, I watched um, the premiere of on HBO Max the Mortal Kombat reboot or whatever remake, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> How was it?
0: Dare I ask?
1: Oh my God. Uh, let me, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: it, like I went into it, not expecting much of anything. And that's exactly what I got. I got a, a, <laughs> a I, I, I got a fun movie and they really did a good job at doing like fan service. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there might've been, they might as well have done like certain lines or quotes from the game and mm. then looked at the camera and winked and be like, uh-huh, you <laughs> like?
0: <laughs> you see what we did there? You see what, you see we, what we did, did there?
1: there? But I mean, it, it was a it was a fun movie. It was definitely entertaining. Uh, I, the first one still holds a special place in my heart. That, that one was amazing. This That's was still, what, it was still I, fun. I keep
0: hearing the same thing. People are like, no, I prefer the original. I'm like, really? Do you yeah. remember the original? So. <laughs> I know. Like yeah, am like okay, I, if they if the majority of these people prefer the original, knowing what that was like, then I'm just not yeah. going to watch it.
1: <laughs> Again, it, it was a fun movie, you know, I'm glad I didn't spend 12, 13 bucks to see it in the theater. I'm glad I got to see it in the comfort of my own home. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. You know, there's a few things that I enjoyed. I enjoyed the opening scene between Scorpion and Sub-Zero. You mm-hmm. know, these are two characters that I've been playing since I was, you know, I think 13. I remember the first time I played Mortal Kombat was at the Walmart in Puerto Rico, and this guy, (laughs) this guy took like a bunch of straws, and he put them together and he put them in the coin slot. And he had like $20 worth of coins set and he was like, Oh, you want to play? I'm like, Yeah, sure. And I remember playing it and like going to school Monday, being like, guys, there's this video game and they look like real people. It's not it's not (laughs) animated, and there's blood, and there's a guy and he punches your head off. It's amazing. (laughs) So seeing these two guys and the way, you know, they're performed, that was really cool. But then it was just like it seems to be like a clusterfuck. It was like, Let's try and introduce everyone that we can in a matter of an an hour and fifteen minutes. You know, and then the things just got sloppy, but you know, it wasn't that bad of a movie.
0: So it was, like, not well thought out, maybe?
1: Yeah, it wasn't very well thought out. It was just like, all right, come on, guys. Let's try and jam as many people in here as possible to, like, make these fans happy. And then uh, we'll figure it out as it goes. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> but still. But, I mean, still entertaining. So, so yeah. So that was, that was my weekend. I, I did a whole bunch of nothing. Uh, I ate Mexican food on Sunday. <laughs> and then I, I watched Mortal Kombat. That's about it. Interesting, interesting, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that. And I, I, we saw the new. Uh, I don't know, is Shan Chi or Shan Chi trailer? Shan Chi. Uh huh. Shan Chi. That trailer. It looks awesome. Oh like, my god, it looks. Granted, so I'm not familiar.
0: Good. Yeah, I'm not familiar with this character, but the trailer looks pretty good, and Aquafina's in it. I'll watch yeah. her in anything.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. She she is a pure talent, and when I saw her, and I'm like, oh man, this looks like it's going to be really good. The director I've never really heard of is, is this guy named Dustin Daniel Creighton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he's done like a bunch of independent stuff. Uh, so this is like his first big movie. And what I love about Marvel is that they're ta- they take all these not very well-known directors, except John Favreau, who at the time, you know, he was known for Elf. Mm-hmm. I think that's, it, that's about it. But, but after him, like all these small time directors that taken like the let's just say um the director for spider-man homecoming uh james gunn and they're i love how they, they're taking a chance on these lesser known directors and giving them this platform mm-hmm. and and the cast is hugely awesome and the trail looks so cool but just like you i'm not very familiar with the character so i had to go back and read a few issues and i'm like oh this guy's pretty badass he has no powers really but he's just like amazing at kung fu and like yeah. he's like like there's a comic book where like he goes toe to toe with thor mm. you know and it just he's just his body is so attuned to you know his chi and whatnot that he's that much of a badass so oh, the wow. movie looks like fun it looks like it's gonna be fun i like how they tie in the ten rings mm-hmm. where it's something that we first heard about and way back in iron man
0: yeah, Iron Man, what, was it three? Two?
1: The, the first one.
0: Was it, what, really?
1: Yeah, it was when... Um, oh my God, that the, was such the, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, the people that kidnapped Tony Stark, they were part of the Ten Rings. So it's it's really cool to finally see this come to fruition. So yeah, it looks like a fun trailer. I'm, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, it I'm, definitely I'm, looks interesting. It should yeah. be
1: fun. I'm curious to see if it's, if it's going to come out on theaters, or they're going to do the Black Widow route and do uh, the <laughs> Disney... Plus Premiere, pay $30 and then just wait a month and watch it for free.
0: Oh, God. I hope that they don't do that. Just just release the shit. Just
1: release it. Just release that (laughs) shit. Come on. Come on, guys. Just release it.
0: Please stop doing that $30 thing. I'm not going to do it. I refuse.
1: I don't think nobody does it.
0: There's a few out there that are just like just for shits and giggles or they feel like you know, might as well because if I was gonna go watch it in the theater, it'd probably be more than thirty bucks anyway. Like, yeah, I it's, guess it's, for people with families and they take their kids, it makes sense.
1: I guess so. I guess people with disposable income.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, that that thirty dollars is like a tank of gas, man.
1: I don't. It's a tank of gas. It's it's groceries. It's it's mm-hmm. like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. No, it's it's okay. I'll wait. I'll wait till it's free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, technically, it's not even free because you're still paying for Disney Plus. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think if you pay it on a yearly basis instead of monthly, mm-hmm. like you kind of forgot about it uh, until like that yearly like payment hits you, like, shit, I forgot Disney Plus. Right?
0: It hits you like smack and you're like, where did this come from? Oh.
1: Oh, Disney Plus. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Well, I, I guess I'll just have to watch uh, Avengers Endgame again.
0: Again. <laughs> Thor yeah.
1: rock for the fifth time.
0: Right. Let's watch it, man. One more time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, to move on, Invincible. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Holy moly.
0: This damn show, man. This damn show. It's so fucking good.
1: Like usually, like I said before, there's usually like a filler episode where like it kind of, it's kind of slow. And so, and even the filler episode when they go to visit the college was amazing. Mm -hmm. And then- each episode just gets better and better. And this last one, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like I just. Fiend, yeah. Like fiends are really going off the rails for Nolan, AKA Omni-Man.
0: Ugh. They're going off the rails for Nolan. They went off the rails for
1: what's his face? What the hell is his Mark. Name? Mark. <laughs> Mark. I think. Yeah. Total Mark, invisible. right there. Yeah. For everybody, for the wife, for Debbie. Like just, Debbie has had enough of his bullshit. He was, she was like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: "All your stuff is out to the left, to the left."
0: <laughs> I just, that get- was, this was such a stupid, like, like I'm watching this, and I feel like I'm watching like a freaking novela. I know I'm, it is. Because I'm like, well, i was like, why would he keep his costume hidden inside the house and expect her not to find it? Like, I know to get caught. What The fuck was that shit?
1: it's it's hardcore novella it's like debbie's like por qué nolan por qué (laughs) and and nolan is por qué tuve que hacer lo que tenía que hacer
0: i was waiting for
1: like
0: i was waiting for like the dramatic like backhanded slap
1: (laughs) could you imagine he 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 kills her by mistake yikes
0: (laughs) i don't know i kind of feel like that might be coming he's a little unhinged so i I I wouldn't put it past him to kill everybody
1: just like he killed all those um, security guards that came after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what of uh, what amazes me is that these people know how strong he is, but and yet they still send people after him. <laughs> like why?
0: Like they straight up tried to blow him up inside a house, and he's standing there, like you know, brushing off his shoulders. Like the fuck is that? <laughs> I
1: think was like w- yeah, there's, like one guy where he did like a kung fu chop to his torso, and like he split him in half. Mm-hmm. And the other guy got like. Slammed against a wall and exploded. I'm like, do you guys not know? Like, hello, his name is Omni-Man. Like, (laughs) why would you send, like, all these people? Like, just think of everyone else you have to hire now. Like, all these people died. That's 15 people dead. That's 15 more people you're going to have to hire. Go through Mm -hmm. training, orientation.
0: (laughs) That's 15 funerals (laughs) y'all asses are going to have to pay for. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's 15 funerals, you know, shit. Like, why just... Why not send anybody at all? Mm -hmm. But yeah, that entire scene of them just throwing everything that they have to try and get (laughs) him was just brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah. It's like, how useless do you guys feel right now? (laughs) Like, look at everything you did. And it did nothing.
1: I really liked when they hit him with that satellite laser. Like, that (laughs) massive explosion. I'm like, okay, I think he's dead. Like, he's either dead or he's on the floor. You know, hurt, but nope. Not even a he, scratch. He was like, Oh fuck this shit now. I gotta go up. I'm gonna go up a space and destroy it myself.
0: Yeah, seriously. Like, not even a scratch. And then what the hell was the point of bringing back immortal? <laughs> like
1: Yes, the twins for, went through all that trouble and like the guy. For like died, a whole five uh, minutes. <laughs> I know. For a split second, I'm like, okay, immortals got this. Uh no. but I was extremely wrong. Like it was like mm-hmm. I couldn't have been any more. Ron in my life.
0: I mean, he killed him once already. Like, I mean, in a snap. He had no issues killing him.
1: Like, yeah. it, it
0: was nothing. Why would you bring him back? It didn't work.
1: It didn't work. Exa- exactly. And then you had, like, the three. So then throughout this, like, the writers are juggling three different storylines. So you have everything go with Omni-Man. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, Mark fucking fiends up with Amber. Mm-hmm. You know, and come to find out Amber find- knew that he was, you know, invincible this whole time. Yeah. And then she was like, you know, I knew you were Omni-Man. You could just, or, you- or Invincible. You just had to tell me. You she know, didn't, but I
0: mean, she showed like zero concern. Like, Homeboy literally had the guts beat out of him. And she was like, yes, yeah,
1: so I know. You,
0: you were still late. It's like, shut up, dude.
1: I know. <laughs> what the fuck at, is this shit? At the... Fr- for a few seconds I'm like oh you know she does have a point but then I'm like wait a second wait a second like mm-hmm. you know that he's put his life in danger especially you it firsthand when you guys went to visit that college mm-hmm. and you're still treating him dirty what the fuck
0: Amber I was like I mean okay like if this were like a, a regular quote-unquote relationship okay yeah sure you know he ghosted you he didn't show up to dinner fine whatever this is not a regular high school relationship he's no. trying to save the world that kind of trumps any kind of high school bullshit drama sorry yeah. ain't gonna work and, and keep his
1: gpa and <laughs> try and maintain a relationship
0: yeah and then you have um robot it's like yes. cool shit
1: yes then that was like the third ball in this juggle of madness. Like it's amazing that they a- that they were able to juggle three storylines mm-hmm. and still keep it all all flowing yeah, and it. where it didn't like overlap. And, yep, and then come to find out Robot just wanted to have a new mm-hmm. body.
0: Aww. That's kind of sweet though. I
1: know. <laughs> and what better body than than a young Rick's blood? Oh my god.
0: I was like, <laughs> uh, "Okay."
1: I weird. about I about that laughing cuz whenever I hear the voice, I picture Jason uh, Monzucas' face,
0: you know, <laughs>
1: and like I just picture him in the studio booth, like saying, "Why the fuck does he look like a young version of me?"
0: <laughs> I don't know. That whole like that episode was great, so great.
1: Yes, and then Mark, you know, going over to to help his his dad, and you know, the one guy, the Nick Fury of that universe, telling the moms, like, "Listen, we don't know whose side he is. He on, you know, so we have to play it safe." I'm like, shit you know the guys have a point better safe than sorry
0: yeah and i i just really want to know why why did he have to kill them all why
1: why well i think it's a you find out i believe in the second or third volume of the comic book and it's it's a pretty badass reason so i don't want to spoil it for anybody but just stay tuned <laughs> uh fans you'll find out soon enough but i hope they they play it along the same line as the storyline but yeah, it was um it was crazy to see they even threw out like this crazy monster at him.
0: Oh yeah. It, they you know, they had the monster and like reconfigured it and it still just it had no effect on him.
1: Yeah, it's it's insane. And then to have like Debbie like the wife to be in that room and seeing her husband getting the shit kicked out of him. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and everyone worried about not just her safety, but like like we need to worry about this guy. Like this guy could come here and like kill all of us. Mm-hmm. He called so to... Donald. I
0: know. I felt so bad. I was so sad. I was like, no. Come on, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's like, not him. He was so nice. <laughs> he
0: was just doing his job.
1: He was just doing his job. There you go. Now, look at that. Now you got to hire a new Donald. Shit, you got to go through background checks and interviews. and <laughs> That whole so, process is a, ho- it's a pain yeah. in the ass.
0: So you've read these comics, right?
1: Yeah, so Is for it a while into that
0: story or did they change yeah, it up?
1: Yeah, they've they've really stayed very close. I mean, for the most part. I read it like maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had I had a comixology app and they had like I think like the first six runs of Invincible on there. And yeah, I think one of the biggest things that they changed was um instead of the guy who was voiced by Ezra Miller turning into turning all the the college rap boys into robots Mm -hmm. it was a teacher in the high school that was turning students into uh like living ticking bombs and like that's like the probably the biggest departure from the comic book to the tv series but other than that i mean it stayed it stayed pretty on line with what was original with written originally okay That's cool. Yeah, it was super good. But yeah, so now next week or this Friday, the last episode, episode eight, I believe is eight episodes. Mm -hmm. And I I guess I guess we'll see how the season ends.
0: Oh, it's over already.
1: And then after that, there's like really nothing.
0: We got nothing. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch all the WandaVision and (laughs) retheorize and probably go through it and be like, why did I think that all of this was going to happen? The hell?
1: Go ahead and figure out, like, where you went wrong. Like, oh, I could see where I totally mm-hmm. went wrong when I should have went left instead of I went right.
0: Yeah. It's like, damn, I really I really went overboard on this part, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that bug really wasn't anybody, was it?
1: Everyone thought the bug was Mephisto.
0: Everybody did until or nightmare. The bug. Or yeah. Nightmare. Like, oh, it's Nightmare. Oh, the bug <sighs> is Mephisto. I was oh, even thinking, it- like, could it be Loki? Because it had the same colors as Loki. I was like, could it oh, be... Yeah. Could it? Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> Looking back, uh, I'm like,
0: wow, we all really went above and beyond for that. Show. Uh,
1: just a bunch of we were, so foolish. <laughs> we were so foolish. But at least with Falcon Winter Soldier, uh-huh. we enjoyed it for what it was. Right. We didn't mm-hmm. have any theories. We didn't have any. Any major Mephisto moments or it's Quicksilver from the X-Men Fox universe. We (laughs) we enjoyed every single of those six episodes. So now that it's done, Uh what did you think of that last episode?
0: Um, The finale was a little underwhelming. Yeah. The show the show as a whole was cool, but that finale left me a little underwhelmed. Like, I don't feel like there was anything, like, out of the ordinary. There was nothing shocking. There was nothing surprising. There were no, oh, shit, moments, you know? It yeah. was just like, yep, that happened. Yep, saw that coming. Yep, we knew that was going to happen. Okay, cool. There's the costume. All right, it's over. Cool. Like, <laughs> you know, there was nothing that had me, like, hyped up. Um, I think Sam's speech was was needed yeah but it didn't invoke the same emotion in me as his talk with isaiah yeah like i didn't really shed any tears until the end when he showed him like his memorial that part i was like oh there they go there the yep those are the tears there they are
1: yeah that was such an amazing you know scene but yeah like you said i mean i I think a lot of it had to do unfortunately with the pandemic and them having to like rewrite Mm -hmm. everything Mm-hmm. I was reading that there is a scene and there's a video where they show like the them practicing the stunt work for it, where mm-hmm. it's a flashback a, of Bucky in Puerto Rico. And, oh. he's, and he's there to like assassinate someone. And I guess they rewrote it to him being in the hotel um, oh. instead, but it was supposed to be on location in Puerto Rico. And they went ahead and they had to cancel that. So I would have loved to have seen that. That would have been you cool know. to see that flashback. But yeah, same thing on the same lines with you. You know, it was a bit underwhelming, but all in all, it was a really, you know, fun ride. Uh, they introduced Isaiah Bradley and the way they did that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seeing the bromance between Sam and Bucky that started in, what is it, Civil War? <laughs> yeah. Was, was nice to see that blossom.
0: Yeah, they have really good bromance chemistry. I think both of them, both... Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan did some of their best acting in this show.
1: Yeah, yeah. It it had some really good acting. I mean, from Sebastian Stan when they show his flashback in Wakanda where he's no longer under that control, that was, you know, phenomenal. Right in the
0: feels, right in the feels.
1: Yeah. When he goes to, you know, his neighbor to tell him that he's the one that killed his son, you know, that was... Yoji. Yeah, you you know, Yoji's son, that was amazing. And then uh, to see... Anthony Mackie and, you know, that whole monologue between him and Isaiah Bradley mm-hmm. talking about what they did to him and his wife thought he was uh, dead. I think what it lacked in story, it, um, it, it gave us in powerful performances.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, what did you think of Falcon's costume?
1: Falcon's costume. Ah, some things translate well from mm-hmm. to screen. Yeah. Some things don't. Like Wanda's final costume oh, amazing. was was a perfect, you know, perfect. You know, it it, it mm-hmm. worked perfectly. Just like with like a Wolverine, like most likely a Wolverine costume wouldn't really fit well on screen. Right. You know, and, and, and you gotta change it up a bit. With this one, I, I, I wasn't the biggest fan. Um, I think it just seemed like a bit bulky almost. Like mm-hmm. I knew it, it's armor of some sorts. You know, um, but I don't know. It just seemed like just a bit bulky. And mm-hmm. then when he was giving the talk and he's going talking from person to person, it looked like he was doing the Batman Michael Keaton turn, where like his whole body yeah. turns to the left. It <laughs> <when, laughs> looked really stiff. Yeah, because he can't turn his neck. <laughs> I'm like what's yeah, going that's,
0: on? That's that's the part that that got me. That neck piece they could have left that part off. I don't think that was really needed, and it looked like it was hindering his range of motion.
1: That's what I liked about Captain America suit was I wasn't a, a fan of the one in the Avengers. I loved the one in in Captain America, um, the First Avenger. I loved I, a huge fan of what he had on, like during Endgame and mm-hmm. Civil War, mm-hmm. where the the headpiece was he could take it off. It would be yeah. nice if they did something like that, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, of course, I'm no Hollywood costume designer. I'm just mm-hmm. some guy that lives in Central Florida talking about this in his garage with you
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i know that they tried to keep it as like comic book accurate as they could but you know some yeah. things are, are okay to change it's okay they could have left that little part off
1: yeah you know, make it just a little bit slimmer perhaps
0: mm-hmm. yeah a little bit more slim fitting because in the comics it looks almost like it's very like body contouring like it's it's yeah. very close it almost like a leotard i guess yeah 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 and yeah, and I know they didn't want to do that. I'm sure they may they did that on purpose to make him look bigger, but I'm I'm sure we'll we'll get something better when the movie comes out.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, but also, it was really nice how they were able to give closure pretty much like every single character and and a in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everyone from him, mm-hmm. You know, he had his closure where. He accepted himself as Captain America,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: um, Bucky had closure. Um, who else? Uh, Sharon Carter, some sort of closure. You know, uh, we find uh, out that she's the power broker.
0: Which I mean, who was surprised? Show of hands. Yeah. Who was surprised?
1: It, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it was it a no surprise. At, at they basically
0: all. gave that away from like the second episode.
1: Yeah, it was mega obvious, especially when she was like, you know, the US did me dirty. Mm-hmm. you know it's like oh well yeah and now she's living in or doing these um art exhibits slash rave parties mm-hmm. it was yeah it it screamed power broker
0: yeah yeah that was that was kind of a they didn't hide that too well maybe they didn't they didn't want to maybe they did that on purpose but like that wasn't something that that had anybody guessing
1: no no yeah it it I think if anything, if anybody was guessing, anything it was like, what was her motive? Right. And now that she's pardoned, and now she has access to all these, you know, secrets. Like the the end credit scene showed her, you know, getting pardoned, and and now she's back in, in action. And she gets on her phone. And she's like, pretty much, I have sec- access to and mm-hmm. weapons. You know, it makes you wonder two things: is uh, she a scroll? Yeah. Is this leading to secret invasion? Does this, this lead into the next Disney Plus series uh, with Rhodey, Armor Wars?
0: Armor Wars, hmm That would make sense. That would make sense. Um, I mean, there's been, like, the presence of scrolls kind of all this time in some way, shape, or form, right? So maybe that's their – they're trying to hint, like, hey, this is what's coming. Hey.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it was very – it's really neat to see them do that fine thread to the next MCU show. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. it just gives us something to look forward to and then we had isaiah's bradley's recognition like you said man the waterworks did up. i got one yeah when he saw that oh man and then his <laughs> his grandson was all excited too yeah and yeah. and they hugged
0: oh my god it, that was yeah that was super emotional it was long overdue i'm really glad that sam did that for him i mean he deserves it
1: yeah yeah It it was super neat so john walker what do you think about the way they end of the fiends with him
0: i mean did they did they expect us to be like oh we like him now like no <laughs> no. no you're still an incredible douchebag you and your fucking five dollar etsy made shield <laughs> that crumbled the first time he threw it i know like, there was a part where like carly looked at it and then looked at him like are you serious like, the way yeah. she looked at him and the shield, I was like, oh, Lord. You know, you're full of nobody. John Walker and his yeah. five minute crafts. It was, I mean, was... I don't, it just didn't make sense to me. Like, first of all, who the fuck called him? Who the fuck invited him to the party? I mean, obviously, Val had some sort of intel and was probably like, yo, you need to show up at this place at this time right now. Um, but it's like, ain't nobody call you. Nobody wants your help. He just kind of shows up and all of a sudden he's not roid raging out anymore. What happened?
1: Exactly. You know, I was thinking about that myself and I made a note here and I put humble pie. Like, I just wonder if, (laughs) you know, him realizing what he did and the consequences of his actions of that, like, just, you know, woke him up and be like, shit, like, I need to, I need to calm down a bit. I need to control these rages and then that fight became like you know him wanting revenge for his buddy Mm
0: -hmm. and then
1: it turned into him giving that up to try and save those people in the in that truck or in that van yeah Um, you know and then i and then i guess that was like a superhero moment like his act of of being a hero
0: i mean i guess but i mean dude no you still beheaded somebody with his shield <laughs> in broad daylight in front of people while people are taping it, like you got a ways to go, buddy. You got a ways to go.
1: Yeah, it's gonna take a long time for people to forget about that. You can make up uh, for that. No, and then we see, you know, his arc. You know, mm-hmm. he goes from Captain America to U.S. agent, and then mm-hmm. we get to see his U.S. agent costume, and that looked. I was like, wow, this looks actually pretty good. His look pretty good. His looked yeah. pretty
0: spot on, like jumped right off of the pages of the comic. They did a good yeah. job with that
1: one. I, I did like how excited he was to be back and mm-hmm. and to see his wife excited for him. I was like, oh, that's what, what a happy little moment they're having.
0: I mean, uh, yeah, I can't be happy about Val's involved. <laughs> so he, that's not a good <laughs> thing. I know. No, that's not a good thing. Something tells me. Don't let your guard down with that bitch. It's not a good thing. She's plotting. She's plotting.
1: Something, like I said, something is about to happen, whether it be a Thunderbolt, mm-hmm. whether he shows up in Secret Invasion mm-hmm. to like help fight this this invasion of secrecy against the Scrolls. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I'm pretty excited to see this story, you know, continue and to see Julia Louise Dreyfus continue her role in the MCU.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that at some point, which I'm looking forward to seeing it, if it does happen at some point, she's going to come head to head with Nick Fury and all kinds of shit is going to come up. I'm wondering if they're going to bring up like a past quote unquote romance or something. Something's going to happen, but I want to see her and Nick in the same room. That's going to be phenomenal.
1: I know I can just picture it now, like they meet and then like they like she smacks him and she (laughs) walks away and then Walker acts furious. Like, what was up with that? And Fury's like, oh, I went ahead and I left her at the altar. <laughs> she
0: doesn't like me because I ghosted her.
1: Oh yeah, I ghosted her. It's like, oh, it's like, wow.
0: I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's gonna be anything physical. I think it's just gonna be like a lot of really sharp snaps and quits and just being yeah. like, super snide and smart alecky with each other. But I wanna see it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like I said, just so much good happened in this in this episode, especially the ending, you know. Um, oh. this The celebration where we see, you know, Sam with his family. Mm-hmm. And Bucky comes up with that vanilla cake <laughs> at, a Publix, at a Publix. It looked like a Publix cake to me.
0: Did you notice there was Oreos <laughs> on that vanilla cake?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bucky knows how to do it he's like hey girl i got this this uh this ice ice cream cake vanilla and chocolate wink come, wink
0: come get some of this vanilla come yeah. Get some. <laughs> yeah and then uh trying to impress all the chicks like he was just standing there with like the kids hanging off the arm like it's nothing
1: yeah um it, it was <laughs> nice to see him actually sm- smile yeah and laugh yeah and, like be content like he was at peace
0: yeah, he's no longer the Winter Soldier. He's just Bucky.
1: Yeah, he's just Bucky. And it was so nice to see that. You yeah. Know, and, and to see, you know, him and Sam just en- en- enjoying what they were able to accomplish. Yeah. And, and I'm sure Sam is just happy to see Bucky being able to be happy and enjoy that whole scene of just mm-hmm. family. Like, Bucky has a family now.
0: Yeah. I mean, Sam was the therapy he needed.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, how about, uh, Zemo getting the last laugh though? Zemo got <laughs> the last laugh indeed. Zemo brought my man, Zemo Alfred.
0: I gotta say, I laughed at that last scene. I was like, ah, 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 ah. I
1: know when they're like, oh, you guys are going to the raft. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the raft? Zemo's there? Mm-hmm. This is definitely Thunderbolt. Boom. Like. Before I could finish the word Thunderbolts, the van exploded.
0: And it's like, oh, "Uh, oh, no, never mind.
1: Never mind. I was like, never mind. Let me go ahead and let me just highlight this on my notes and, <laughs> and delete it. Backspace. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we got uh, uh, Zemo Alfred with the plastic gloves.
0: <laughs> He's like, I, I, I don't want this come back to me at all. At yeah, all. Like, I don't,
1: yeah. It's like, I don't want any fingerprints. I can't. You know, I, I've worked too hard to get where I'm at today to go <laughs> to jail. Uh-huh. But yeah, but Zemo pretty much did what he had to do. Zemo killed all those super soldiers that were in hibernation sleeping in Civil War. Uh-huh. And then he killed these super soldiers too. The only one he hasn't killed has been John Walker.
0: Um, I don't know. I, I wonder, do you think he's going to keep trying though? Do <laughs> you think he's going to come after John Walker? Do you think he's going to come after Bucky again?
1: I would think so. I mean, Zemo is such a huge character in the comic books, mm-hmm. especially in the Avengers world. And, you know, they must have left him alive for a reason.
0: Yeah. He better leave Bucky alone, though.
1: Yeah. Leave Bucky alone. Go ahead and mess with John Walker. Give him, yeah. you know, go ahead and, and give him some shit. But yeah, but it was super cool to see him in a cell, and he found out what happened, and then he just went back to his book.
0: Uh huh. He was so happy. He was so giddy. He's like, "That's all I needed in life. I'm fine. That's, that's <laughs> all I
1: needed. Let me just crack open my Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets and let me <laughs> just finish. Let me finish reading this. <laughs>
0: I wonder if they have any Turkish delight waiting for me.
1: I know. <laughs> so, so all in all, what would you say was your highlight of the series, and what would you say would be like the low light?
0: um highlights were definitely i have several highlights um highlights were definitely i'm so glad that we got to see more of bucky i feel like in the first five minutes of the show they did more for bucky's character development than they did in all of the mcu movies very true. Like, you know, like, I feel like they did a really good job. And Sebastian Stan is so good. I cannot say enough about this man. I love him so much. He's so good. I'm so happy that he's finally getting the recognition he's deserved all these years. Um, Anthony Mackey did amazing as well. Like, he really, I'm telling you, they did their best acting in this show. And I love their bromance. Their chemistry was a highlight. Isaiah Bradley, huge highlight. I'm so glad they finally brought his story out and spoke about it the way they should have. Um, the door, (laughs) melage. Yeah. Whooping Walker's ass was definitely my most favorite moment of all. Of all. Oh, God, I love those bitches. I love them. I love them. Um, lowlights, uh, the Flag Smashers. Yeah. They were so fucking useless. Like, they could have just, they could have left them out of the show completely and it would have been fine. I don't think that they made that much of a difference in the show. Um, it's just like they're... Their motives were unclear. Like we talked about this on, on Jay's Jay's podcast. Like their motives were just really unclear. Carly as the leader of these people is just like I, I don't get it. She's not charismatic enough. She doesn't grab my attention. She's not like she doesn't command that sort of respect. It, it just it just wasn't clear. And then sharing, I don't know. I feel like they did, they weren't really sure what to do with her. Like they just kind of like threw her in as kind of an afterthought. They should have developed that more than the flag smashers.
1: Yeah, I think if if, if any if anything, the main villain should have been the power broker. Mm-hmm. Because you know, and then they could even written it where Bucky and Sam don't even know she's the power broker. Right. You know, it left it like that. But yeah, I totally agree with you. I think I think Well, they you don't know, I mean? know, do they? Oh, no, 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 Uh, they don't. But they have had the main villain be the power broker,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, throughout the entire series and not the Flag Smashers. And they have still written it where they think Sharon is is not the one that they're looking for. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: No, but yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think you and me have the same highlights. You know, I loved Isaiah. I loved um, Zemo. I loved how they developed Zemo and -hmm. how they used him. Yeah. I, I love the contrast between... A good man versus a good soldier with like John Walker and, and Steve Rogers where, yes. you know, Steve Rogers is a good person, mm-hmm. which is what made him a good leader and a good soldier. Mm-hmm. While John Walker was just a man who has all this pressure of filling in these big shoes and we get to see that play out and just have it end up like in a total train wreck. Yeah. So, so I love that. But yeah, I, I would say my biggest low light, like you said, is just the flex mashers. Like I wasn't really certain what their main mission was, or how you know someone like Carly could get so many people for her cause. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seemed it was just going in circles. Like uh, yeah, like, like
0: they weren't. Like, nothing was thought out. Nobody had a plan. Nobody knew what was going on. I was like, what? What is this? What are we doing here?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, um, it was totally just a. I don't know. It just just went in circles, and like I just can't see how someone like them could have given Bucky and Sam such a a difficult time. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the Winter Soldier couldn't have handled this just like in one, two, three that they had to break out Zemo. You yeah. know, and someone like you know Sam Wilson who has gone toe to toe with other Avengers in Civil War mm-hmm. and against the army of Thanos he couldn't handle this so I was like uh.
0: yeah and I I don't like that they made Bucky kind of weak in the series I'm like he's still a super soldier like why is he I get it that maybe it's like he's not in you know winter soldier mode and he doesn't have that mentality that he's unstoppable and he's more you know aware he's he's conscious of everything that he's doing so you know maybe that's why he's holding back but still I'm like really,
1: really? yeah come on man. yeah yeah ab- absolutely I said, um I think also WandaVision blew everyone's minds away. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was just so difficult to to follow in those footsteps. Like everyone was like on a Disney plus high after yeah. WandaVision. You know, it was just such a roller coaster. And then to have something so different that's Falcon Winter Soldier, I mm-hmm. think everyone was expecting that WandaVision. Everyone was expecting, oh, who's gonna show up? What's gonna happen? Is there gonna be a a quicksilver style moment? Mm-hmm. You know, and things like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think um, like after Jay told us that Falcon Winter Soldier was supposed to come before WandaVision, maybe that would have worked out better.
1: Yeah. Because I think so. like
0: Falcon and Winter Soldier, like we've seen the whole buddy cop comedy type of thing. It wasn't it wasn't bad by any means. It was a great show, but it was predictable. Like we've seen this before. We know we know how this goes. WandaVision was so just like mind blowing, like completely different from anything that we've seen. So, I think that's why a lot of people preferred WandaVision to Falcon. I I don't know. Maybe I think I think people are actually kind of split. Like I've seen I've seen a lot of people saying that they liked WandaVision better. I've seen some people saying they liked Falcon Winter Soldier better. I don't know. I just, uh WandaVision held more for me. Like there was, it kept me more entertained.
1: Yeah, I think I, I could say it as I fell in love with WandaVision mm-hmm. and I was entertained by Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. And then I hope I get to fall in love again with, you know, the creativity and the writing and the acting as I did with one division with, with Loki.
0: I, you know, and I know I'm shooting myself in the foot, but I'm hanging my hopes on Loki. I feel like I'm yeah. going to like Loki better than both of them. I mean, I, I hope I'm right. Don't let me down. It is only, like, I hate that there are only six episodes. I feel like there's so much going on, and there's so much story to tell. Like, come on, can you stick another, like, two episodes in there?
1: That would be great. Just, yeah, just two more. But, yeah, but all in all, I mean, <laughs> it was a fun yeah. ride. Now, um, I'm excited to see what the future holds for us with Loki, Mm -hmm. Ironheart, Hawkeye, Mm -hmm. Secret Invasion, Armor Wars, Moonbase. What if? What if? Uh, uh, You know, and I'm I'm sure I'm missing like one or two more. Oh, She Hulk, Mm -hmm. Miss Marvel. Oh my God, I cannot wait.
0: What a time to be alive! I know, I know. I'm I'm so excited for everything that Phase Four is bringing in.
1: Yeah. So uh, before we go into unpopular opinions, <laughs> um, we are done with this this MCU round no. to Loki, and then it got me thinking: How cool would it be if we could create our own, whether it be Marvel movie or a series? And then mm. you know, i actually saying, you know, if you can do like, if you could come up with like a five minute pitch. On your, on, on your dream movie, like if you were in an elevator with Kevin Feige and you said, Kevin, <laughs> this is what I got for you, hear me out. What would it let
0: be? Let me let me to your ear for a minute, Kev. Um, <laughs> I don't know about a pitch, I know that like I saw rumors that they were thinking about doing a an origin movie for Silver Surfer, which oh would be amazing, and I would be. So so down for that. I want it to happen. I know that they probably wouldn't do it until after Fantastic 4 whenever the hell that's happening. Um, but that was like something that I would be so down for. However, I think we need X-Men and I think that we need a full backstory of the true Mystique. Yes. We need the real Mystique. We need the original badass Femme Fatale. Mystique, not the bullshit Jennifer Lawrence motherly nurturing Mystique, which I was like, what? No, like, no, no, yeah, that, yeah, That was one of my biggest problems with, with, well, I mean, the X-Men movies was just one big problem within itself, but um, I think they did Mystique wrong. I'm like, what the fuck did you guys do to her? Like, you made her into a fucking pendeja. Like, what are you doing? No, this is not who she is. She fucking abandoned Mega. her first child because she just, yeah. she just went off gallivanting, doing whatever the fuck she wants. Like, I she want a story. Yes. I want the backstory of Raven. I want to see where she came from. I want I want Raven Darkholm Yeah. From beginning when she was born in Austria. I need to see all of this. Um I was reading through a bunch of stories about um Chris Claremont and how his original idea had been For Mystique and another character, um, Irene Adler. I think she was known as, I want to say Destiny.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: And Destiny was blind, um, but she had the power to predict the future. The original storyline was that Mystique would change into a man and impregnate Destiny. And that is how Nightcrawler was born. Wow. I want to see that.
1: That'd I be want so awesome. to
0: see that on a screen. Be, How amazing! That,
1: I know that would be so badass. Uh, I that'd need be to so see
0: badass.
1: it. I need
0: to see it. That is something that I I want to see an honest to goodness, appropriate, true backstory of who Mystique really was. She was such a badass. She yeah. was. Like, the queen of, I don't give a fuck. I don't fucking trust you. I'm out for me. I'm going to take care of me, and I might kill a few people on the way. Like, I I need to see this. I think that would be such an amazing story. And then, like...
1: That would be badass.
0: Yeah, to show her in the 1920s when she first meets
1: Wolverine. I say that. That Right, right? That would be so bad. Come
0: on. Like, I need to see this and have... I honestly thought that Rebecca Romaine Stamos was a good, um, I don't want to say prototype because she's obviously a person, um, yeah. but just the, like her build, her stature. I yeah. thought that she was the perfect look for Mystique. Um, not sure about the acting, but, you know, something along those lines, but then show her way back when.
1: Oh, yeah, that was so cool.
0: Yeah, I need to see a Mystique story. Beginning yeah, to end. Awesome. Yeah. Show me how she became the badass that she is. Show me when she fucked Rogue over and slept with her man. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Come on. It, it,
1: it, it would be cool to have like either like a like a scene or an end credit where they show like them dropping a baby off at a circus.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: when they, they open the basket, it's like a baby <laughs> nightcrawler.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Oh, my yep. God.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the, because she was the way she was is the reason why Nightcrawler was so good. He was yeah. the complete opposite because he w- he didn't want to be like her. Like, he was already born looking like a demon, which is why he was so religious. He felt like God had a reason to make him the way he was. Mind you, I'm not religious. But his story is super interesting.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it is super good. I, um, yeah, it's it's an amazing the way they introduced him, and the, the way they wrote him, and his his conflict of him being Catholic but mm-hmm. looking like a demon, which is mm-hmm. just amazing. It's just so cool.
0: He's great, and I mean, just from Mystique's story, think of how many stories would blossom from that.
1: Yeah, like it'll it, be a great. I, I need to
0: see Mystique. Give me some Mystique.
1: A, it'll be a great jumping platform for that X Men universe.
0: Yes, yes, That's that badass. would be amazing. Yeah. That is awesome. What What's your pick?
1: Okay, so so here we go. So I'm in the elevator with Kevin Feige, right? <laughs> and then I, I purposely hit every single button, you know, <laughs> on the elevator up to the 100th floor. I'm like, all right, Kevin, hear me out. In the 70s, <laughs> there was a Puerto Rican superhero by the name of oh. White, t- White Tiger. White Tiger,
0: right? yes!
1: Yep, it was created by George Perez. Mm-hmm. It was um, this guy named Hector Ayala. And basically, he found, like, these amulets that he will wear. and It'll give him, like, these special powers. He mm-hmm. was, like, basically, he returned to, like, a Puerto Rican Black Panther. Yeah. Right? So it would be so cool to set the movie, like, in the 80s, right? The movie starts with the 80s. It looks like an 80s movie, like a cheesy 80s action movie, mm-hmm. right? And, and you see Hector Ayala doing his thing, kicking ass, you know, in the lower east side of Manhattan. Yes. You know, you got salsa music playing in the background. He's just beating people up. He's like the Lower East Side's, you know, superhero. Yeah. Right? Something happens. Someone dies accidentally. He gives up. Right? Mm -hmm. Flash forward to the blip. Right? Uh, Flash forward to the blip. You know, and here we have Ava Ayala. Played by a, um, let's see, what's her name? Gina Rodriguez from... Oh,
0: yes! Right? Oh, my God, I love Gina!
1: Right? So she comes back home, back to New York. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, her family's gone. The only person that's around, it's... um, We will have to change it around due to certain things. But let's just say it's... um, The only person that's around is her uncle, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So she goes back to New York. She's out of nowhere, like in California or some shit. She has to go back to be with her family. You know, uh, she meets up with her uncle. They're trying to figure out shit out, you know, because of the blip. Shit's mm-hmm. going crazy mm-hmm. in the Lori side of Manhattan. Come to find out, we find that her uncle, Hector Ayala, used to be the, the white tiger. And she finds the amulet, right? Yeah. So, she, so so she's fighting. You know, she goes like an amateur fighter. You know the uncle finds out. He goes, Ava, what are you doing? You know, that, that, you know that thing is uh, only brings misery and death. The uncle is played none other by Luis Guzman. <laughs> 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 and I would love to have it. It's like a. It, no. it, it's like, yeah, but it, it's like a funny, like Ant-Man type comedy action. Oh. Right? <laughs> and then every time Luis Guzman talks about, you know, him as being White Tiger, it goes into a flashback. And whenever we do the flashback, the movie looks like 1980s. <laughs> you know, you know, cheesy action movie, and the niece is like, but Dio, you had this the, oh, this whole time. Think of what we could do to protect, you know, our friends. It's ha- this is all we have. This is where all we have. Blah 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 blah. So basically, Ava becomes the new White Tiger throughout mm-hmm. the entire three year span of the. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you say like the gold amulet and all I could think of is like this 80s style old school thick ass gold chain.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. But what, what would be so funny is like when we first see White Tiger, like this guy is like fit. He's like built. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's got the suit on. He's doing backflips. <laughs> and then they flash
0: kicks. back to the food
1: and he's like beer <laughs> belly. <laughs> yep, it's beer belly and then I can just picture, I can just picture his voice little hey. ava mija like i'm telling you this just brings nothing but misery and then <laughs> e- eventually she gets his blessing and she becomes the new white tiger
0: oh my god amazing amazing
1: yeah. yes 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 and, i love and, it. standing oh standing oh <laughs> and that's it and and that's 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 all i got
0: <laughs> oh that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> Oh, I just pictured it like frame for frame <laughs> as you were describing it.
1: I know because like the whole time, like we see White Tiger in his in his prime, and mm-hmm. then like we don't think it's Luis Guzman. <laughs> or, I just keep oh, picturing him, and I'm like, I just start laughing immediately. Yeah, or the way we find out it's Luis Guzman is like Ava's getting is about to get beat up, and he has no other reason or choice to put it on. So imagine Luis Guzman. <laughs> Doing, like, backflips and kicks and roundhouse In kicks. And the suit with the big with yeah. the
0: big beer belly gut. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: The suit doesn't fit, so he's riding up, his little peepas yep. hanging out.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, even better. I'm telling you, <laughs> Kevin, give me a call.
0: Give us a call, man. We got some ideas for you. Yes. Oh, God. That's so that's so great. it.
1: So this uh-huh. week's unpopular pinning for you, what is it?
0: Oh god, my unpopular opinion is okay. Here's one. <clears throat> um, we we discussed this with with Jay in our in our nerdy little group chat. Um, I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion. It might actually be a popular opinion. I'm not sure. Um, I think that people who don't have the mental capacity to think up of their own ideas shouldn't deal other people's thoughts and theories and opinions because they don't have a clue what they're talking about otherwise um (coughs) cough cough Uh, we know (laughs) people like this that like to listen to other podcasts like to watch other people's youtube videos like to read you know people's theories and use them as their own it's like verbal plagiarism um and i think if you don't have the knowledge or you don't know what you're talking about or if you just don't have enough if you don't have enough brain power to think of your own shit then maybe you just shouldn't be doing podcasts or YouTube videos or whatever it is it's just an idea yeah you know the off, whole point off, of, off.
1: <laughs> the whole point about a podcast or a YouTube channel is being able to express your yourself. In mm-hmm. a creative platform, Express on this platform. Express your own you know, expre-
0: ideas. Use yeah. your own words. Use your own thoughts. Use your yeah. own theories. Not take everybody else's and claim it as your own.
1: Yeah, that's not cool. That's bullshit.
0: Yeah, that's a real bitch-ass move right there. But hey, what are you going to do?
1: Bitch-ass move. Get the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> What's your <laughs> unpopular opinion?
1: You know what? It's been bugging me. I don't know. I, I saw a YouTube video. I fell down a YouTube food hole the other day (laughs) and um they were talking about uh pears on pizza with like gorgonzola cheese pears on pizza i was like what the fuck are you guys talking about and like what kind of blasphemous bullshit is that yeah and in the comments everyone's talking about the comments and and then like it showed recommended videos last week i was at a pizza place and also got the menu and they had pears on the pizza, I'm like, who the fuck puts pears on pizza? Who, first of all, who eats pears on a regular basis? Nobody does. People eat only apples and maybe a banana, <laughs> and that's about it. But nobody's out there eating pears, yet alone on a pizza. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Give me, give me either you just cheese, the meats, and a and and a range of maybe. Uh, an array of, of vegetables. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's like going me going crazy. Pears on a pizza? I know. Who would think about that? That's just, I don't know. But why? It just sounds so disgusting. It just, ugh. Mm-hmm.
0: No, thank you, sir.
1: If, if I was to be at a restaurant, whether it be any fine dining establishment, whether it be Pizza Hut, or whether it be, uh, <laughs> you know, a uh, uh, little <laughs> pop- Dining establishment. <laughs> Yeah, you know, back in the eighties and nineties, pizza was a fine dining establishment. You know, you would go in, and sit down, but or any place. And if so, I would get up and I would act out of out of their hands, <laughs> what the fuck you guys are doing? Here's twenty dollars. Get yourself a, a a large cheese. You're welcome. Why
0: pears on a pizza? But I don't why? And,
1: and gorgonzola cheese. Yeah. It's Who, definitely eats gorg- taste. Who eats gorgonzola cheese? Mm,
0: whoever eats exactly. pears on pizza, apparently. Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ugh. No, thank you. No. No. no, thank you. Nope. But yeah, that's it. That was my unpopular opinion. <laughs> I, 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 I don't like pears on pizza or I, gorgonzola cheese.
0: I'm with you on that. That is and just I, some I, blasphemous
1: I, bullshit. Yeah, and especially hate punk ass bitches that steal other people's ideas for their, <laughs> <laughs> for their uh, podcasts and YouTube channels.
0: Those are probably the same people that put pears on their pizza.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, those sons of bitches, those blasphemous bastards. But that's it. That's that's
0: all I got. All righty then. That that that's that works out. I, I'm with you on that. I am with you on the no pairs on pizza boat.
1: There you go. Hooray. That's
0: right. <laughs> um, so that this was a quick hour. This one. Yeah. <laughs> always it, a good time. Always. I a know. Good
1: talk. It, it, it's, it's always it's, it's crazy how when you have like structure, like an actual structure <laughs> script.
0: I mean, if this is what like, you consider Oof. structure.
1: Sure. Yeah. You tend to go less off the rails when there's somewhat of a loose outline.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps us a little bit on track, at least. Um yeah. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but all of that being said, uh that is our time. Guys, thanks for sticking with us. Um, special shout-outs to honestly nerds, uh, nerds in the city who are going back to recording tonight, actually. Yes. Um, Tony had a little bit of a COVID scare. Him and his wife are feeling better. Baby's doing great. Happy to hear it. Um, Shout out to Jay from On the Digital Soapbox. Soapbox Jay, thank you so much for always having us on. We always have so
1: much fun. So much fun.
0: Yeah. Um, But yeah, um, don't forget to hit us up on our Instagram and our Facebook at Stay Nerdy Podcast. Give us a like, subscribe, share, follow, um, all of that good stuff.
1: Yeah, and as always, guys, if you have any suggestions, questions, comments, hit us up on our email at jenablepod at gmail.
0: And tune in next week for your next dose of the Stay Nerdy podcast.
1: Stay nerdy, friends. Stay nerdy, friends.